TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And we are back with the Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach, and we're talking about what happens if the worst happens. Is this a do-or-die election? I think it is. Uh, I, I hate to be that extreme. Uh, but I'm not the only one. Newt Gingrich has said many times this is the most important uh, election that we've had since since uh, Lincoln, which was about 1860. Uh, so that says it all. And um, uh, Tucker Carlson did a magnificent uh, piece two nights ago in which he talked about what happens uh, if, if we lose uh, the Senate and the White House. And it's all, uh, it's all uh, uh, left wing because it's very left-wing, we're seeing things, you know, not everything you see online is, is uh, true, but one report is that they're, they're trying to call to have uh, police dogs euthanized. Well, that's not going to happen. But then again, I said uh, defunding a police department is going to not happen either, and it has happened already in uh, Minneapolis. So we'll see where that goes, but I wouldn't want to be living there now, I can tell you that for sure. Let's go to line two. It should be Roy in Boston. Roy, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Roy. How many do you have today? Well, you know, people should not be surprised of what is happening because uh, I've been hearing about the leftist takeover of the government since I, I've been a kid. I can, I can remember back in the 50s when uh, Senator McCarthy exposed a lot of these people and uh, all that happened was the press uh, vilified him. Now, yeah, he thought he thought everybody was a communist, and uh, without verification, he was running wild. He had a, a noble mission, but he went off the rails. But go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you have uh, four Marxist organizations that have completely taken over the uh, Democratic Party. And I don't know if you're familiar with them. You have the Committees of Correspondence for Democracy and Socialism. You have the Freedom Road Socialist Organization, the Communist Party of the United States, and the Democratic Socialists of America. And they've taken over at every level, federal, state, and local. And, and what is happening, uh, history is repeating itself. We're going through a, a, the same cycle. People go from slavery to faith, from faith to courage, from courage to freedom from freedom to prosperity, from prosperity to opulence, from opulence to decadence, from decadence to dependency, from dependency, and we're going right back into slavery. Well, it's pretty, uh, if you think about it, like the last two high-profile things were both by activists. Uh, uh, The woman uh, uh, goading the police captain 
into calling her a bad name. Uh, she's known as an activist. Uh, the, the guy, uh, Gugino, who got gently shoved, my God, I can't, I can't believe that's even a case. Uh, he's an activist. It seems like they're going out, prodding the police, looking for trouble. Well, it, that's going to, if they're looking for trouble, eventually it'll find you. Uh, the, you'll notice they're only picking on people who are sworn by their oath uh, to uphold the law. Sometimes they're going to pick on the wrong people, and it'll be regrettable. Well, they, they want to get rid of the good police, and they use this as an excuse. But they'll never get rid of a police force because the left will bring in their own thugs. And, uh, again, it'll be just like the uh, Gestapo and the KGB. Well, I think it's like you've got to learn the rules of the game. We have our rules now. They're like the Marcus of Queensbury rules for boxing. And this is if we play by the rules, they got to play by the rules. Well, let me tell you something. If all of a sudden they're not playing by the rules, then why in hell should we? I'm I'm just telling you. I think the mood of America is much more angry than they're than they're guessing, uh, and and we have the ability to make our voices known, and would do it. Well, you're absolutely correct. And uh, if it goes too far, I I can envision people forming vigilance uh, committees to protect themselves. Yeah, that's the last thing you want, but I can see it too, uh, because after after all of your protection has left, the cops aren't there anymore, and all you got is the left. And when they come for you, if you're not willing to protect yourself, they'll take that too. Yeah, they want they want to take everything. They want complete uh, complete control. They would like every country to be a socialist, uh, communist type of country. Well, let me tell you something. I mentioned it to um, uh, Mr. Burton today, uh, who is the uh, attorney for the police, Tom Burton. And I said, uh, yesterday I went out, I'm going to do a little target shooting, and I hadn't bought any ammo in forever, okay? So I I went looking for some ammo. Good luck finding ammo. I'm telling you, good luck. It's very hard. And this has been going on. I've heard... Uh, years ago, I heard about a shortage of 22 that's, uh, because the government had bought up nearly the entire run of what had been manufactured for 22s. I don't know how, why the government would need 22s. That's, that's a, a very small uh, caliber. Uh, but I've heard about shortages ever since, all during the Obama years. And now there's, there's almost no ammo to be found. They, they, they said that as soon as the truck comes and makes a delivery, it's gone. And they won't hold it. Most of them won't hold it for you. You got to be there, so you got to uh, uh, figure that out. Now, why do you think that's there? Is there suddenly a, a real urge to go target shooting? No, I think it's for home defense. Yeah, well, people are starting to wake, uh, wake up. You can you can only push people so far. And that's right. Back. And I think we're at that point. There, we have more guns than we have people in this country, and we have a lot of people who know how to use them. So you're not going to be setting other people on fire, taking their possessions, uh, killing their pets, calling for the police dogs to be euthanized. You're not going to get away with it. It's not going to happen uh, because as, um, as America is nice and quiet and tranquil, it can also, as Admiral Yamamoto said, I'm afraid we have awakened a sleeping giant and filled him with a terrible resolve. You don't want to screw with America, pal. And if you don't know that, you're going to learn it. Well, All right, thank you. 
And thanks for the call. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBN. Tony's, uh, you're on vacation after today, right? Yes, I am. And uh, Buzzy will still be here. You'll be gone for how much, like 10 days? Yeah, like I'm back the 13th. Okay, look forward to having, I hope you have a good vacation. Thank look forward you. to you coming back. And uh, so Buzzy will be here. And with no names being given, <laughs> he, he will be joined by the third person who, it's like a chemistry thing. You know, you can put this in the beaker, and you can put that in the beaker, and that's okay. Don't put the wrong thing in the beaker, or it causes real problems. And the guy we got working with us, we love him, but he can't put anything in the beaker. (laughs) (laughs) Because Buzzy, he seems to have almost a hypnotic deal with you. That when the t- you're fine when you're just buzzy, but when it's buzzy and the other guy, things can happen. So I suggest people listen because anything can happen. <laughs> like uh, we got. Do you know ca- why that? Why he has that influence on you? I, I've worked with uh, this certain individual here the entire time, and we spent a lot of time. You know, he'd be at KB on a on a Saturday, and I'd be here, and we'd be running a tape show. So I'd go down and talk to him, and it's just we um the things we talk about when the mics are off are very similar, and we just have a yeah. different way of communicating Ex- those ab- things. Absolutely, <laughs> different way of different is a good way of describing it. <laughs> That's really good. Thank you very much. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Jeffrey, what's his name? Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein's girlfriend is captured. Can you imagine? Uh, first of all, there's a, a Netflix special, which we saw last week. I don't know if it's been on for a long time or if it's new, but very good. And like uh, Bill Clinton said, he was never on that jet that Epstein has. He, <laughs> he, he was on it for 20, 27 times. Yep. <laughs> I, unless he was hiding out on the wing, uh, it was 27 times. Boy, if they make a plea deal with her, is she got stuff to spill? I can't believe it. You could talk about governments being uh, taken down with that. I bet there are some heavy-hitting names on this list. Now, you already said publicly you're sorry to hear about her impending suicide simply because anybody that's connected with the Clintons ends up mysteriously dead. It's like, what, one of the top trending things right now, Joe? The Clinton body count is the third thing trending. Number two is Alan Dershowitz. Number one is Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, uh, I watched her. She was like, uh, for those of you who didn't know, uh, she was like Epstein's pimp. Uh, It's a woman pimp, which I think is unusual, but I think that's how you could best describe it. And now they finally captured her. It'll be interesting to know what kind of information she has and what kind of information she's willing to trade. You talk about a bargaining situation. She's got a lot of chips. I would not want to be sitting at a poker table with her because she'd go all in. You know, ever noticed that uh, that since uh, Jeffrey Epstein and any time uh, child sex trafficking and things like that hit the news, we get some sort of major news event that distracts us from the uh, child sex trafficking and uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Well, we'll see what happens this time around. Uh, let's go to uh, line three, which would be Bill in Eden. Bill, you're on WBEN. Hey, Sandy. I think just a few weeks ago, Aunt Jemima tweeted that she had information on that would indict Hillary. 
<laughs> she talked about how many pancakes he had when he was on the plane. Suddenly she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind? Well, I wanted to mention to you, I, I mentioned this to Joe at one point, The uh, there's an app out there called Parlay or Parler. It's kind of like a conservative um, version of Twitter. So if Sandy, if I know when you do your show prep and stuff, this gives you a lot of up-to-date information, and you might want to check it out because I think you'd like it. It's, it's very Okay, I will check it out. Thank you. I just saw something, in fact, from uh, Elise Stefanik, who said that Adam Schiff had actually learned of this Russian bounty intelligence in February and that he withheld the information from Congress and took no action, just like he did when he was coordinating with the so-called whistleblower. Yeah, when he had all of the uh, the information, he had all the evidence, and it turned out he had nothing. Yeah. I wanted to mention something Abraham Lincoln said about character. He said that nearly all men can stand adversity, but if you want to test a man's character, give him power. And I wanted to mention that quote because I want to say, see how a political party acts when it is denied power. Remember what Hillary said when she was saying, there will be no civility unless they get the House or the Senate back. If some political party is going to act in a way that they will not be civil, that political party does not to be deserve to be in power, is what I think. You know what uh, disappoints me and angers me at the same time is uh, how un-American the Democrats are now. They don't seem to care at all about the country. All they care about is what you just said, power. Of, of them dominating and giving and uh, uh, handing out what uh, what we have, what we've earned to other people who haven't earned it. They're, they're very comfortable. They have no conscience about it. Uh, and uh, I have not been watching politics long enough to have seen it before. Uh, I don't know if it's original. Probably not. Uh, but that's the thing that amazes me is they don't give a damn about the country. The thought of the country first is long gone with them. President Trump has really exposed them, and I think his being there has opened a lot of our eyes to what's been going on. And another quote from Lincoln, where he said, Americans will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. Well, so, remember what Lincoln said, too, a house divided. Yeah. Is not, and we are definitely divided now. But the, the thing that concerns me is we are divided, but they are more energized than we are. I don't think we can uh, just assume that everything's going to blow over and it's going to be lollipops and roses. People that lose are usually worse than candidates uh, that think they might not lose. I'm really, uh, yeah. Go, go ahead. I'm really concerned about November when November comes. And, and you were mentioning cars earlier. I had another analogy with cars, with brakes. Think of brake pads. Um, we're to the point now where just like when a car gets brake pads that are worn out and they start squeaking, yeah. to put the new brake pads on to make sure that you can stop. We're sort of at that point in our history now where President Trump is there, the brakes are squeaking, he, he's the one that with hopefully he can get you know, the House and the Senate again, and we can put the brake pads back on, new pads, to keep the country the way it is, to keep it from, if we lose it, if those pads wear out, we're just going to you know, not be able to stop and go into this, this liberal oblivion that we do not want. I, I just hope he doesn't think it's the wrong move to move uh, swiftly, violently, if necessary, to squash this whole movement. Because if not, we're going to lose the country. If, if he thinks that laying back a little bit and show and letting them see 
uh, that what they want to do doesn't work, uh, like uh, like ch- uh, chap or whatever they call it, uh, that's not going to work. That that's too subliminal. Sublim- a subliminal does not work. That's why the opponents always bring up the jokes. Even does they they don't seem to get them, or because uh, Biden mentioned three of them, which were jokes as positions of the president. So uh, subtlety doesn't work. I think you got to go with a sledgehammer and squash it now. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Okay, Mr. Beamer, Mr. Joseph Beamer, what do you have on Facebook? All right, Facebook is heating up. We'll go with Lori. Lori says, absolutely, this will be the end of what we know to be the United States. Taxes will increase. We will have no rights to guns. Police will be reformed. Religious rights will be dwindled. Civil liberties, Supreme Court justices, and federal justices. It will all change, and we will never get it back. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you, and you're not going to believe it, okay? But if you know me, you know I don't uh, BS. If they ever take over, and all of a sudden the tax rate for, you know, you're going to work every day, and, and they suddenly decide to change all the brackets, and to make it so you're basically earning a penny on a on a dollar, uh, I will purposely cut my own income to n- practically nothing. I will do that. Uh, I will live on less, and I will uh, I'll do it because I'm just not going to work for the government exa- uh, alone. I'm not going to do that. Uh, so I won't I won't be somebody that they can uh, gouge. Uh, maybe I'll be somebody they they send stuff to instead. Well, does that sound like a good idea, Tony? I think so. I think it's logical, and I think a lot of people are going to think like that. Remember what happened to France, and I can't remember how many years ago, when they hiked up the tax to around 70 75% right around there? What happened? All the wealthy started to leave the country. They left. Well, how about Greece? Remember what Greece did? They had, and this was only within the last couple of years, they had all these riots in Greece. I remember. It was, sim- it was simply because they were, the government was cutting down on the free stuff they were giving to them. They couldn't afford the programs they were uh, used to, and they started rioting. Uh, now, the point is, we give a lot of stuff away now, uh, and they're the uh, vocal ones. They never say thank you, ever. Ever. It doesn't matter what it's for. Okay? Uh, but they're the vocal ones. The other ones are just law-abiding taxpayers who happen to vote. And let, this, this vote is going to be super important. One more before the break, Kabuz. Yes, Jim says we will be rich in resources, but we will have no money. We will quickly become what we despise from other countries. We will quickly erase history and we will quickly have no rights that we take for granted today. And, Tony, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but could you dig up that coffee can that I planted in your backyard just in case I need to make a quick getaway? I will do that. Uh, and I'll be at the airport, and they'll say, could you open up that Maxwell House can, please? I'll say, it's my coffee. I'm just, I must have coffee when I fly. They'll open up and say, wait a minute, there's $23 in here. What hey, I've been saving doing? a long time to get I've that. I've been saving forever, and I work for Intercom. Oh, I understand it now. Okay, we'll take a break. That's two Intercom jokes I did today. That's my whole week's allowance, you know. What's the over-under? <laughs> the over-and-under is two. All right. 
We'll be back with more of Beach and Company on News Radio 930 WBN. is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Yes, we are back with Beach and Company. Oh, we have a, a professional musician in it. Sounds very nice. Let's go to line one, David in Buffalo. David, you're on WBEN. Yeah, I um, just wanted to say, I, I think uh, everybody needs to watch Animal Farm because they need to, um, just to, just to watch this thing, you can be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. Napoleon the pig who was the uh, great defender of the poor animals, took over and became worse than what he, what he took over from. I think that's kind of what we're looking coming up here. So it's, uh, I think that would be a, a good Well, that's, that's good advice. I've never seen that, but I'll, I'll check it out. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it's amazing. We're just reading a, a, a little thing online. It says Hitler said that the key was to get the children uh, and they and they did. They had the the, the kids uh, who were turning in their own parents uh, to the Nazis. Okay, uh, but it, it said that uh, they were the results uh, and of uh, Hitler's work is to get them. And now, what are we looking at? We're looking at kids who are the fruit of a very liberal education. Uh, we have our own position, which we usually sit around and discuss with our kids. We have a place in the universe, and this is how we, uh, we lead our lives, and we're hoping the kids follow suit. And what happens? After, after you try as hard as you can, starting as early as you can, then you send them off to college, don't you? And in college, they're not getting the same message that you gave, not by a long shot. And then they're suddenly, they're out of college, and the last influence on them were their very liberal college professors, extremely liberal. And uh, some of the things that they learned in college aren't necessarily beneficial to the United States of America. But that's what they have, and they come home. And you could see it uh, with uh, CHOP there uh, in Seattle. You, you saw who set up that, uh, that enclave. They look like uh, people just out of school or in that same age group. These weren't seasoned veterans. These weren't legislators. These were uh, kids. Uh, it's almost what happened there. See if you agree me uh, agree with me, Tony, on this. Okay. It's almost like these kids had nothing to do, and this is like a spring break gone wild. 
except two people died. Uh, two people died, and, and a couple of other people uh, got shot. But that's what it reminded me of. Hey, let's go over there, and it's spring break time, and let's, uh, here, we'll set up a tent, a co-op, screw the government. I mean, I can just see college kids on break written all over that. I, you know, my take is more of, and I've explained this before with today's younger people. I don't mean to sound like uh, like I'm old. Well, actually, I am. Okay, so today's younger people. Are they on your grass again, Tony? They better get off my people. lawn. <laughs> <laughs> they, young people, you know, and you see this on social media. They want to dictate the narrative. They want to dictate to what you think of them. So that's where like this whole this. What, woke. It's where this about whole it like this, Tony. What the hell have they done to contribute to this country? Nothing. They've done nothing. Their parents have done everything, handed them off to us now, and we're stuck with them. But I'd like to know what the hell they've done to make this a better country. Yeah, absolutely nothing. So they've got this whole mindset of being woke, and they want to impress their friends of what they're into. If you look at uh, footage of the riots and the protests, what do you see a lot of? You see a lot of young people uh, with their cell phones out, and they've got the video going. They may be doing Facebook Live, but they're demonstrating. They're showing everybody. Look how woke I am. They're the biggest phonies on the planet right now because uh, the little snowflakes don't want people to think anything negative of them. So they got to go out of their way to prove to everybody that they're woke. Well, let me tell you something. I saw the interview last night with Sean Hannity with the father of one of the uh, one of the kids. He's 19. Uh, they got killed uh, in a chop. Okay. And you should see that. You want to be cool. You want to be woke, as Tony says. You got to be in it. You want to show uh, how edgy you are. He said he was uh, taking a, a nap. He said he laid down on the couch. And uh, next thing you know, after he uh, awoken, uh, his, his son hadn't come home. And then he found out his son was shot dead. And all, he was, they were already uh, taken. Uh, the cops had to fight their way in. Uh, her, his son was already taken to a hospital, and they wouldn't let him see him. So he didn't see his son for some time after he was shot. But he said he didn't want his son to go out, but after he kind of lay down on the couch, his son went and never came home. So I don't know how hip and cool that is, but that doesn't, sign, uh, doesn't sound uh, very, um, very inviting to me. But to an immature young mind... Maybe you just needed something to do that night, and you decided to go there and play protest. Or you find out that you weren't playing because you're never going to do another one. Let's go to line one. It would be Frank in Tonawanda. Frank, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Frank. Always good to talk to you. Yes. Yesterday, I was watching uh, Tucker Carlson, and he was showing an excerpt from New York City where these uh, protesters are sitting in across from the uh, city hall. And you're right, though. It looks To me, it looks like it's a something for them to do. They're all sitting around. It's almost like a big party in the, in the park with their lawn chairs and uh, their, their blankies and all this, all this kind of stuff. And, then the, and I, they were perusing the, uh, the area, and there wasn't one building – that didn't have graffiti on it. And I mean obscene graffiti. Uh, defacing public property. I don't understand. Well, this is New York City with the Blasio. 
You could be arrested for that. I mean, you're, you're... They're not arresting anybody for anything. Now, they did arrest 100 people uh, a couple of days ago, uh, but let's see if it goes to the courts, uh, because we've been disappointed with every move. You're disappointed with this, disappointed with that. They're not prosecuting here. Now it's going to the courts, and I'm, I'll bet you we're going to be disappointed uh, with the results. They're going to let them off with some slap on the hand, and that's it. And God forbid it goes to the Supreme Court because Judge, uh, Justice Roberts, that guy has been a total failure. What a disappointment he is. And, you know, everything that he comes down on, it seems to be on the side of the liberals. And uh, I'm so disgusted. If you look at the protesters in Hong Kong, these people are, are protesting for their life over there. They're protesting because they don't want to be under a dictatorship. That's protesting. What's- yep, and the president has reached out to them and gave them an opportunity of, to the, get on the road to citizenship in the U.S. so that they uh, would not be harmed. I think that was pretty humane. You, you're not going to hear much about it because he did it. If, if it was somebody else, you'd hear a lot about it. These, 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 these young people, and it, it is, it all starts with the education system. These kids are taught from an early, early, early age on, pre-K and kindergarten, right on up. By the time they hit high school and they're ready to go to college, they've already been indoctrinated. So all they need is that next step with these, these left-wing lunatic professors and all these colleges that are professor opinions about our political system and how unjust it is. You know what? We have a, a friend of ours, and she immigrated here from Uganda. Her husband was a doctor, and she said the reason why they came over here, why her husband had passed away, and and then she's here on her own. She was a nurse over there, but she couldn't uh, be a nurse over here, so she's a, a, an aide in a nursing home. She was very, very kind to my wife's aunt before she passed away, Very um, uh, a lot of sympathy and empathy. But anyway, to make a long story short, she says one of the reasons why they came here was because of Idi Amin. He was literally euthanizing his people in his own country. Anybody that had any kind of uh, college education, he went after them to make sure that he got rid of them. And they fled, and they were in a resettlement camp for, for like two or three years before they were able to immigrate to this country. Didn't they kill Idi Amin? Uh, as, I, as I recall, I think he died, but I'm not sure how. Died. I think he, he exiled to France or something like that. And I think he died in exile. If I'm not mistaken, uh, I could be wrong. Okay, and, and I think it goes right along with what you're saying with the Lincoln's thought, too, uh, that, um, remember, you've got to uh, take care of the children and make sure that they're educated properly. Uh, and, and you don't have control. Once you send them off to college... Uh, you have no control. It's over then because they're coming home and they know more than you do and they got a better way to do it than you have. But, of course, they're there because of you, but they forget about that. Uh, you're you're t- too old to have any real active part in our society. Uh, I think I, I, I hate what I'm seeing now, uh, the way the, uh, the, the government is going and flowing. I think everybody's looking, instead of doing the right thing, they're looking at how will the optics on this play? Will it will it look all right? Will I be sued? Is some little punk girl going to come and, and uh, chastise me and whatever? We'll take a break. Thank you, Frank. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll take a break and be back with more on News Radio 930 WBN. Uh, and uh, Candace Owens is online. Uh, uh, 
Tony, you're a big fan of Candace Owens. Love Candace Owens. She's very good. Uh, she has a statement out that's it's online now. It says, defending violent criminals proves you're stupid, not black, which is good. That's absolutely right. I mean, uh, it isn't a black issue. It's a, it's a stupidity issue. Uh, I, I, I think it's quite obvious. And I know you've quoted uh, many things from Candace Owens, and she's She's a real spark plug. Uh, she really knows how to get people's attention. Like Mr. Buzzy Beamer, in charge of our Facebook selections. And at the end of the show, we all, always give him a little buzz here. What do you got? Well, Sandy, first, I, I would just like to say uh, of something Tony said last segment about social media and millennials on the left. Sure. Y- you notice this, and it's becoming more and more apparent. Now, we talked about one that we saw a few days ago, and then Tony uh, opened my eyes to another uh, example of a TikTok person who lost their job because they threatened to stab conservatives and teach them a lesson a lesson while they were bleeding and dying. Uh, that's not uncommon on social media. You see this a lot with, you know, once Trump loses in November, we'll remember who voted for him, and we're going to eliminate conservatives and, and talk like that. It's not uncommon common to go on Twitter and see, and, and, and we're not talking like the most radical people, even though they are, but we're not talking people who just all day tweet radical thoughts, but they'll retweet something like that. And, and like I said, it's not uncommon to see someone my age talk about eliminating conservatives. Go with the change or you will die. Yeah. Yeah. It's Well, first of all, they're immature minds. I don't care how, how long they've been sitting in a classroom. They're still immature and uneducated when they get out. But they're educated in thinking that they know more than everybody else does, and that's dangerous. Well, their liberal arts professor told them how special they are and that it's up to them to change the world. Well, we were told, you know, you are special. Nobody's nobody's like you. And uh, they begin to believe it. I think it's time we start giving them the truth. Uh, But uh, when you're talking about people's kids, they're oftentimes... Uh, you know, it doesn't make sense things that they say to support their children. Not my do. little angel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, little. Oh, it's it's. Who is it? Uh, at, it's at the store. It's Madison. <laughs> Madison went from demanding the sun-dried panini sandwich to now throwing a gas bomb through a window. I mean, that's basically it. Had she not been able to choose her own panini sandwich, she wouldn't probably be doing gas bombing now. But Sandy, she, she did have a call. time out. She did. She had a time out in which she learned how to make a bomb. <laughs> um, thank you. And you know what amazes me? The, the parents who are so unaware of their children, keep in mind, every one of these punks that we see with the mask on, not, not, the, not the mask for the virus, just a regular mask and the hood, and they're throwing stuff and whatever. Every one of those people has parents or had parents. All right, when they come home because they don't have a place because they're not working or they're not making much money, and so they're living with mom and dad down in the basement where they can get on social media all day and video games all night. While they eat Hot Pockets. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that sounds like fun, actually. Uh, (laughs) Video games all night. (laughs) But the bottom line is, don't you understand what they're doing during the day? Don't you care what they're doing? 
talk to that father that uh, Sean Hannity interviewed. And you know one thing that uh, was pr- quite nice? Sean, uh, the man, obviously didn't have any money. And Sean offered out of his own pocket to pay for the funeral of the 19-year-old boy who died in, at the chop thing. Yeah, but the left calls Sean Hannity a scumbag. Oh, yeah. So he offered to do it, and and the guy said thank you, but no. I guess uh, he didn't he didn't think he needed that, but he was very generous, and they got along really good, and, and we learned some things too. You've got to you've got to whether you like it or not. You got to find out where your kids are going at night, what they're doing. If all of a sudden in your kid's closet you got all this stuff that looks like you've seen on TV when they're throwing Molotov cocktails at people, you got to ask some questions. You got to get things different because if you don't do it now, you you know you won't be able to do it at their funeral. That's okay? right. And the more they play in those games, the better chance there'll be a funeral. In fact, if you got a kid and you can't um, you can't get them to straighten out, here's what I would suggest: take them to a funeral home and buy a prepaid funeral for them. Okay, put the money out, write the check, and and say I'm taking this out because the, your lifestyle, what you're doing now, you're going to need this, and I might not have the money to do it when it's time. So here, we'll pay for your funeral now. Now I don't know about you. But that would seem very sincere to me that uh, mom and dad are correct. I Do saw. You like, go you ahead. like that, Tony? Yes. I just I, thought of that. I saw a video, and it's really sad, and uh, being especially being a parent. And it was this uh, young girl. I'm going to guess uh, teenage years, maybe upper teens. And uh, she, I don't know. She's chatting with her friends, doing video chatting, and she's screaming at her parents for being uh, conservatives and how uh, you know how horrible life is because her parents are conservative and how she doesn't ever want to see them again. Oh, wow! It broke my heart. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta do. They used to call it tough love. I don't know if they still do, but that's that's what you gotta do. Cause you're not helping them by placating. You're not helping them. Okay. Oh, I understand. Look, you think life is cruel now? Wait till later. Uh, and the bottom line is, if if you don't want to have to go to their early funeral, you gotta talk some sense into them, and it's gotta be hard knock sense. Here's the reality. Let's go out and check what the real world is like. Uh, give me another one, uh, Buzzy. I think i got time for one more. Amy puts it perfectly. She said, you want to know what the country will look like if the Democrats take over in November? Just look at New York, California, Illinois, Washington, and Oregon. And she's right. And uh, as far as New York is concerned, look what we got. Why is it on a national scale every moron legislator comes from New York? Is there a reason? We just breed them here or what? And then we got de Blasio, who apparently, with all of this you-know-what falling down, he thinks it'll be fun to have Black Lives Matter mural painted on the front of, uh, of where Donald Trump used to live. I don't know if he realizes Trump doesn't live there anymore, but his name's still on Trump Tower. So this is what we got for alleged leadership. And we got power-hungry uh, Andrew Cuomo, who's best, the best thing coming out of his mouth is his mother's meatballs. And that's it. So that about wraps it up. <laughs> An interesting show. Thank you. Well, have a good uh, vacation, Tony. Thank you. 
And uh, we'll see you uh, whenever you get back. And uh, good to you, Buzzy. See you on Monday. I'll, I'll be on tomorrow. Oh, it's 4th of July. You'll be on live, too, right? I'll, I'll be on tomorrow, 9 o'clock live. Okay, that, that about wraps it up. We'll see you on Monday. The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.